Hello and welcome to another episode on my freelancing advice uh, podcast. So today is I am speaking about uh, I I I'm a freelancer myself, but I'm also a small business owner, uh, which means I'm because I'm a really small business. Like we're just two guys and two offices and not much else. I also have to work with other freelancers uh, or part-time workers or I, I like to use the word vendors and stuff like that. So we have this project. We are well. We are thinking of starting it, and for that, you know, it's an art project uh, for a English literature program that I'm working on. So for which purpose uh, we needed to uh, hire a um, we need to hire a female vendor. And I put the ad out and everything, and then uh, multiple people responded that they would be interested and stuff like that. But today I am going to speak about one specific vendor. Now this vendor, I I am looking at my uh, email uh, right now. I think we started interacting with her somewhere in October or November, and it is always a challenge working with this specific um, uh, vendor. I mean, I've known her since 2019, or maybe it was 2018, but yeah, for like six, sorry, four years, four plus years. And I I don't know, uh, last time something similar happened, but, but, but still I think that last time it was my fault because I had a project which is about to start, but then something changed and I backed out. And then the same thing happened. This time I didn't back out though. This time it was not like a back of it, more like a, a rejection of her. So what exactly happened here? Now I think when I'm working with someone, I usually tell them that they should be available for discussions. And now this is something I've stressed in many other, many of my other episodes as well. Um, and in general, any sort of problem, any sort of issue can be fixed. Any issue in the world can. I mean, if, if, it, if it can be fixed, then, you know, any issue in the, in the world can be fixed as long as the people involved can sit face to face, either in person or video. If for some reason video is not available, then over the phone or something like that. And sit and discuss. A lot of times, the ability to interact is rarely limited. I mean, with technology and everything, the avenues to speak are unlimited. So I think we can ignore that as a as a problem area. So I always believe that any kind of issue, any kind of scenario can be fixed, especially between people, two people, three people, a crowd, anything. As long as, you know, communication is happening preferably instantaneously. You know, that's the key part here. And with this vendor... We, over the many, many weeks of negotiation and stuff like that, it took me a while to, I had to teach her how to use email. You know, that's another thing, I can't, an issue I face constantly. So many people do not know how to use email. Many, many of these people want to use chat. But again, the issue with chat-based uh, working is that there is no promise of replying in a reasonable time you know like i ask a very important question now 
I don't know when I will get the response because I send a question now. I might get a response after an hour, after a day. And with vendors like this, you know, these people don't even check their phones. I've, I've gotten excuses from her which says that she was away from the phone for three days. Or another excuse would be, uh, you know, there were so many notifications, my message got lost. Stuff like this. Uh, so eventually, I, I mean, not eventually, over the years, I have stopped working with anybody who refused to use email. Because at least with email, I can send a lengthy message and expect the other person to reply to all my questions. Whereas in chat, I've seen people complain to me that a longer message, they find it impossible to read. So again, I don't have a response when things like that happen. But with email, at least, they seem to have the ability to go through lengthy questions and stuff like that. But in general, anyway, so it took me a long time to teach her and convince her to use email. And But still, I always had an idea that it may not work out, but I had to try uh, because this project, uh, you know, she's the only one who I knew could do it. I made it clear to her that I am dependent on her to get this work done. So the email started somewhere around October and it went on till yesterday. Yesterday, eventually, I told her she is unfit for the project. Now, in all the emails, I would ask her questions. She would come back with all sorts of demands and excuses, hang-ups and general uptightness and everything. I tried to figure out how to make it work, provide solutions and answers, uh, discuss the concerns and so on and so forth. And, and, and the best part is whatever she, the money she wanted, I just gave her without even asking for a discount or a reduction so that for all the extra things, you know, like using email was a big burden on her, uh, you know, that, that, that is where we are, here we are, you know, using an email was a burden on her, just to use email and stuff like that. So for this additional burden I'm putting on her, I told her, you know what, I won't ask you for a discount, we'll pay your full rates, whatever you're asking. In fact, I decided to give her a bonus on top of the asking rate just to keep her happy and so on and so forth. Now, eventually, as the date of work, now the work was supposed to begin in October and then it got postponed to November and then to December and then to January. Um, eventually, uh, of course, I am a patient person. Still, though, there is a, a limit at some point. We have to realize the work is not going to happen. And this vendor may not be the right person. So eventually I, I, I requested her, like I do with everybody else who's worked with me. I mean, I have other vendors working with me, both men and women. Uh, to everybody, I make it very clear that I'm not a big fan of chat. I know, so we should either, we should use email, even then we, I, I emphasize, I make a strong emphasis on video calls or face-to-face -face meetings. Because that seen that to me that seems to be the most efficient way to get anything done. It saves time. It's 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 very uh, productive and so on and so forth. So I requested her and to if she can, and also the email replies will take three days, seven days, ten days, with all sorts of excuses like I forgot this, I forgot that, I fell sick, my. Grandmother fell sick. My mother fell sick. 
Yeah, so the, the, it's it's a I have you know I have the whole email chain. If you read it, you know you can clearly see something is not right. Um, and eventually, at some point, I had to put my foot down, and I, I I made it explicit that if this work has to continue, then there must be an option to speak directly. Video calls, as I've been saying for four years, has to be there. But instead of trying to adjust to this requirement, once again, every email was like, um, my grandmother is sick, my life is so difficult, my life is not like you, uh, I have so many things, I have, I'm there, I'm here, I'm there, I'm here, I'm doing this, you'll never understand my problems. I, and I, I keep thinking, you know, in the amount of time it might have taken to write that email, we could have had a, had a call and resolve the issues and start the work. And somewhere along the line, I realized maybe this is nothing to do with the video call itself. Maybe she does not want to work. But then she's the one who keeps emailing, asking me when she's already taken an advance payment. And she keeps emailing, asking me when is the work day so that she can collect the remaining, she can do the work. Uh, if, at some point, in, somewhere in December, I stopped emailing her. So after that, you know, she started emailing, asking me when the work is going to happen. So I already decided not to work with her because it seems like even though I paid in advance, I don't think the work is going to work. The, the, the whole opportunity, communication is not happening in a nice flow. And ultimately, I mentioned to her, I had to put my foot down and say, hey, look, for whatever reasons which you don't tell me, the only reasons I get are that she's too busy. Then I, I, I had to mention her, look, if you're too busy, then you're too busy. You know, you can't work, you can't work. Now you're unwilling to come for any kind of discussions, either in person or video. So then the project is over. And eventually she agreed and she replied. She does have that much of courtesy, though. I've seen vendors who, who just ghost me uh, even after taking money and everything so at least she replied and said yes you are right i am not right for the project and that was the end of it now this experience you know i i see a lot of stuff like this happening we had a similar vendor last month another woman for a similar project an art project same issue not able to uh, schedule uh, a fix a date postponements cancelings uh, not able to, at least email that vendor was a little faster. And she uh, was, um, I believe she was available for discussions. Although in her case, the problem was not discussions, you know, because I actually met her in person at my office. The issue was she kept postponing the work day. She would say she'll come for work on Monday and then postpone it to Tuesday and then postpone it to next week and eventually cancel altogether and then email me a month later asking if the work is still on, at which point I had lost patience and told her we no longer want her services. Huh. So anyway, the moral of the story is I, I think for myself as a business owner and to freelancers who might be trying to freelance, please don't be like this. And in fact, this yesterday, somebody was trying to hire me. They kept chatting, chatting. I eventually, I lost patience. I told them, I don't know if you'll hire me or not, but please, you have to stop the chatting. Fix a video call, talk, ask 10 questions, ask 100 questions, ask 1,000 questions. If you want, fix a call every day till you're satisfied. I'm fine with it, but you have to stop with the chat. <laughs>
Because, you know, I send a reply now, the response comes after 12 hours, 24 hours. I don't know what is happening. Eventually, I told the, the client, I don't want to work with you. I'm really sorry. But again, should I even be sorry? I don't understand. Perhaps they have chat limitations, but I don't think, again, I believe that is just dragging your feet, which is, you know, I, I, I anyway, so coming back, as a business owner, I, I continue to believe that insisting on direct communication, video calls and face-to-face -face does make things faster and productive and it optimizes everything. When a video call is not possible, then an audio call. But you know what? In, in the line of work I am in, an iPad or a computer with the internet connection is always assumed. So, yes, uh, as a business person, I continue to believe that video calls and face-to-face -face meetings are the best way to get things moving without any ambiguity. Second, if you're a freelancer, don't be like this. Take hold of your life. Stop being busy all the time. Being busy is not a crime. But there is a difference between being busy and there's something like professionalism. Now, being on time is expected. Communicating faster. Not fa I'm not saying I send you an email on Friday night, you reply on Saturday morning. No, at least on business days, you must reply within reasonable hours. And stop dragging out a conversation for three months. I don't know. I don't know. Please don't be like this. Okay? Well, I don't understand. If you're, if you're not comfortable with video calls for sensitive or cultural reasons, then come in for a face-to-face -face discussion. Or if you don't want to do either of these things, then make it clear because I have made it clear in the beginning. But anyway, this episode is more or less of an advice and more of a, a rant, I guess. But anyway, you know, yeah, if you're a small business person, Go ahead, you have your communication preferences, stick to it. If you are a freelancer, please, if the client asks for a better communication, then do it. Otherwise, say no and walk away instead of telling how busy you are or, or how many personal life issues you have. Uh, I, you know, I, I like to be empathetic, but I really don't care about other people's personal problems. And again, not on email. If you want to talk about personal problems, come on, come to my office. Let's go for a cup of coffee. We'll sit and talk for hours about your personal problems. Maybe we can do something about it. But when that starts affecting work, especially when you're unwilling to talk, then it becomes less of my problem and more of a, I do not know. Anyway, so that's what this episode was. Uh, don't be like these vendors. Don't be like these freelancers. And if you're a small business person, start recognizing these patterns, these behaviors. Stop wasting your time with people like this.